0: Have you ever automatically written somebody off because they love so much and you love so little that you automatically write them off as somebody who could love you because you don't love you? You're listening to the Unapologetically Unstoppable podcast, it's about going deep into who you were made to be and following that, no matter what. Where your calling is in the front seat, and fear, well, it's trying to stop you, but fuck that guy. And getting the tools and tips to become unstoppable. I'm your host, Jeanette Peterson, where not too long ago, I had to find my calling. Here, you'll hear from me and other online experts on how to discover your calling the steps to make it happen and how to monetize it i believe when we're unapologetic about our calling we become an unstoppable expansive force so let's get started again ready to drop a hot one no I'm just kidding but I am Jeanette so who are you and I don't mean just like what's your name where are you from how many kids do you have etc etc I mean like who are you really because I want you to know that the hairs on your head are numbered Sometimes I don't think that we see that we're valuable to God, especially when we're living in sin or not doing the things we're supposed to be doing and drinking all the time. I'm talking about myself. Drinking all the time and cursing all the time and like not doing all the things that we're supposed to be doing. So who who are we? Right? And I want us to remember, I'm talking to myself, remember that. And I want to remember that the very hairs on my head are numbered. Even the wigs I wear, he knows how many hairs are in them them wigs. I promise you he does. And sometimes I forget my value. Not only my value as like a mom or a spouse, my value as a person to God And in Luke twelve seven, it says, And the very hairs on your head are numbered, so don't be afraid. You're more valuable to God than a whole flock of sparrows. And just before that, he's talking about how he feeds them every day and how they go about and they're loved. And as a people, as a, as a flock of birds, they are very valuable to God. Yesterday, I was walking in the woods with my daughter, and we were... It's like a trail near where we live, and I could just hear all the acorns falling, just clip. And she literally handed me a fistful of acorns that she had collected during her walk, and was like, "Mom, I gotta take these home. These are amazing. I love them so much." And I was like, "Why do you love these stupid acorns? Like, there's a million of them out here. Like, why these four?" And then I realized. Even though there are a million of them out there, I could literally hear them falling. She chose these four that were special to her. And I think that I forget that God wants us to be like a child in his eyes, like with that wonder and that love. And just seeing her love these little acorns is like, oh, God loves us even more than this. God cares about us even more than this. God is walking around, I don't know. I can just imagine God like being the Holy Spirit, just flying around, walking around. I don't know how he does his thing. Okay. Just being around and being like, Oh, you are so loved. I love you. You are so special. This is the one, this is the one that's going to do these great, amazing things for me. And I love it. And He loves us more than a whole flock of sparrows. I think it's hard to imagine how God could could love us like that or just like cherish us like that. Because sometimes I don't feel like we love ourselves. You know what I mean like when we're looking in the mirror and you're like, "Oh, this part of me is gross and I have this scar from over here from this thing that happened and not even looking at the inside of me and all the scars that are on the inside of me, but just the ones on the outside of my body and like not really Loving myself the way that I want to be loved. But we have to love ourselves, right? We have to, like, love ourselves. We have to do some of that hard work. We have to work on our mental health. We have to, like, learn more things and develop as a person. And this reminds me of a Bible verse that goes... To acquire wisdom is to love yourself. People who cherish understanding will prosper. Now I'm not a theologian, but I do know that the more that I've learned about myself, the good, the bad, all the in-between, that I'm more able to love myself as a whole person, even the yuck stuff and using that grace to understand why I did the things I did or why the people who did things to me did the things that they did. And so I'm like trying to understand. It doesn't mean that I, for, that I think they did right or that they are good people or anything like that. I just realized that I can cherish them or I can cherish the understanding that I have to understand why people do the things that they do. So working on my mental health and finding new ways of thinking and just trying to find a different avenue rather than like automatically going to, they're against me, they hate me, they don't want this for me. I can go to, they are protecting themselves They were being selfish for themselves. They were trying to protect themselves. They were scared. They were hurt. They were X, Y, Z. And then having that understanding of why I have done things in the past. Because then I can start to love myself. And sometimes I think that we don't go to God because we don't love ourselves and we expect him to treat us the way we treat us. Have you ever done that? Have you ever automatically written somebody off because they love so much and you love so little that you automatically write them off as somebody who could love you because you don't love you? Or you keep treating yourself in a certain way and you have these impossible standards for yourself. And so not only are you putting them on other people, but when other people ask you, ask of you something you automatically assume they have the same standards as you. They don't. Typically. Even if you're in a familial relationship, like they're your mother, sister, brother, cousin, something like that, that does not automatically mean that their standards are the same. And most of the time, they're impossible perfectionist standards that nobody can obtain barely them, but they think that that's the the same standard that God is setting us to, which is not true at all. Because God loves you now. God loves you in your weed smoking, your crack pipe doing, your drinking every day, your selfishness, your whatever. He loves you now. He doesn't wait until you're perfect to love you. That's not what love is. I know us as humans, we like to think that, well, when X, Y, and Z gets better, then I can go to church, then I can talk to God, then I can pray, then I can then, 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 when that's actually not true. You don't have to do anything. My pastor was talking the other day about how he encountered somebody that was not a Christian and they were golfing together and they asked, "What makes your religion different than my religion?" Besides the basics of I the basics of Christianity is you know that Jesus is the son of God and he came to earth and he rose after 3 days and he is the savior. That's basic Christianity in a nutshell. But he also said that the difference between Christianity and other religions is grace. Grace first. Because God loves us now. In Titus 3, it says, because of grace, he made us right in his sight and gave us confidence that we'll inherit eternal life. So who is he in this sentence, right? So verse six says, he generously poured out the spirit upon us through Jesus Christ, our savior. That is the Holy Spirit. That is the HS, the HBIC in charge, the HS. He coming down. He with us every single day. He lives inside of us. He is a reason that we can do anything that we can do. He has resurrection. He gives us the resurrection power in our blood. He's the one, he is the one, the Holy Spirit. We say he, because I mean, it's, it is an it. As far as I'm concerned, I don't know, whatever. But the Holy Spirit gave us grace and he made us right in his sight and he loves us now he gives us grace. He gives us the grace to say, you know what? She messed up, but you know what? I still love her. I still love everything about her. I still know how many hairs on her head there are. I still know everything about her because I extend grace to her and I love her. It's so easy to put those impossible standards on us and our children and everybody else around us because we think that that's how we can be a good person but that's not it. How to be a good person is giving love and grace and knowing more about yourself so you can do that to other people. Recognize your hurt. Heal your hurt. And then extend that grace and love to other people so they can do the same. Sometimes I think our society is just built so that way we don't ever do that. We don't ever experience the Holy Spirit. We don't ever grow outside of ourselves. In fact, we're watching TV shows that show low... In fact, we're watching shows that show low-intelligence people. In fact, we're watching shows that show people with low-emotional intelligence that are not in tune with the Holy Spirit or God or anything else, and they're just operating from a place of hurt pain and scaredness which are not from god none of those are from god so we're literally watching and thinking that's how we should act because that's how society is telling us to act because it's not from god so my friend i need you to know that you are loved just how you are my goodness. Now, I know you're ready to take this to the next level. So what you need to do is go to Facebook, join a community of badass, unapologetically unstoppable women at the unapologetically unstoppable community. And you can find me on the grams at Jeanette.Peterson or at Peterson and Bell. This podcast was created by me, Jeanette Peterson, and Allison Hartman. Our producer is the Amy Williams. Talk soon.